today on The Breakdown. It's not one of those typical breakdown hands. No siree, Bob. It's a 25K buy-in, and World Series of Poker main event champion Martin Jakobsen is going to be involved in a hand where Grant can't believe I call him that. But that's his name, Grant. That's how it's pronounced. He's going to be involved in a hand where, let's just say he's going to pull out some of those championship-level maneuvers. He's going to make a play or two. He's going to make some moves. But are these moves going to get him the crown? Or is he going to be danced right off the floor? We're going to find out right now on The Breakdown with Grant Dennison and Jonathan Levy. Can you please stop mixing up your Dancing with the Stars commentary with your Poker Guys commentary? I know you have a very popular Dancing with the Stars podcast. Yes, I do. And I, I shouldn't be... It's called Synergy, first of all. Okay. okay. And, you know, that's it. It's called Synergy. What do you think was the best season and why? Okay. Obviously, season 14 was the best. I think any DWTS head would agree with that. That's, that's pretty straightforward. Tom Bergeron was in top form um, pretty much the whole way. He had, like, one bad moment the entire season. For Tom, that's, that's pretty impressive. So... That's the only reason why? <laughs> yeah. Um, the dancing was really, really high quality as oh, well. Yeah, yeah um, a lot of good dancing. And the stars were very, you know, celebrity-filled. They were better They were better celebrities. Antonio Brown, season 14, he, was, he won. And then he... And then he went off the deep end. <laughs> and then horrible things happened. Yeah. I can't name anyone from Dancing with the Stars except for... A few sports figures, and I don't even know if I can name anyone besides Wasn't Antonio Carol Brown. Baskin on it, and that was a big deal? She was on the most recent one, I think, but is, was, are we sure it was Dancing with the Stars and not one of the other I don't know. It's all shows? the same shit. So you think you can dance? It might be that. The, I'll tell you what. Not only do I get those shows confused, I get my own podcast confused. My So You Think You Can Dance podcast, obviously called, you know, So You Think You Can Podcast Wow, that was a re- you, you, you thought you, that was like you went towards the edge of the cliff. You're like, I'm gonna figure out a way to jump over this ravine by yeah. the time I get to the cliff, yeah. and then you just plummet it straight down into the ravine. Yeah, I was hoping for a matrix like jump, you know, when they're on the roofs. Yeah, the yeah. Beginning, and I did not receive that. <laughs> <laughs> so you think you can podcast? And obviously, the other one is called Dancing with the Podcast. Yeah, that's a good name. <laughs> I get him confused. I can understand why uh, why other people bite too. You, they're, you they're distinct shows. You mentioned NFL football player Antonio Brown. Yeah, are you saying that Martin Jacobson is Jacobson. like is like NFL football player Tyrod Taylor, who famously is actually Tyrod, yes, not Tyrod, but everybody still calls him Tyrod. Are you saying everybody, including all of the main event commentary back when he won, was calling Martin Jacobson the incorrect name? And finally, he's come out and been like, you know what? It's been Jacobson this whole time. I don't believe that's at all what happened. I think you're just your memory is uh, is is a stranger to you right now. So you think it's actually Jacobson? I think it, I think his name is Martin Jacobson. You're fucking with me, right? No. Are you sure you're not fucking? <laughs> so you're willing to I'm make? So, I'm somewhere in between fucking with you and maybe being serious and not really knowing. But I'm deciding it's. Would I'm you like to hit. make a monetary wager on this? What I like to do is make a humiliation wager. On okay, this. that's a deal too. So you get humiliated, or you do. What? <laughs> Why would I get humiliated? Because you would lose if you lose the wager. Well, what would the humiliation be? 
you probably have to... Uh, I want you to eat actual dog shit. <laughs> <laughs> okay, then that, that can be what you do also. No, fucking way. I would never do that. Yeah, you would. No, no, no. I'm not going to do that. You'll do that. I'll, we'll come up with something else for me that's way less horrible. You'll, you'll do it if, if I'll, the I'll go skydiving. Are... I'll go skydiving. That's not humiliating. If you took a video of my face while I skydived... Just because you're a wuss doesn't mean your punishment gets to be less. <laughs> okay, how about this? Um, I'll go... I'll go like on a really scary roller coaster. Just because you're a wuss doesn't mean you're punishment. I'm not a wuss. I love roller coasters. Um, Then why would that be a punishment? Well, it'd be a punishment for you. You wouldn't be able to get on it with me. You'd have to watch. Why? Why can't I go? I would would not allow it. I would have them bar you. I would would talk to the guys who work there and slip them a 20. Okay. Yeah. Um, I don't want to make a monetary wager. I just want to call Martin Jakobsen and think I might be right. What if he's incredibly offended by that? Why would he be incredibly offended by that? Because he's like, yeah, I grew up in a village with a guy who went by Jakobsen, whose first name was Martin. I was Martin Jacobson. People got us mixed up all the time, and he ended up killing his family. Like, Well, that would be his problem if he got offended <laughs> by that, wouldn't it? Because how would I know that backstory? You know, blaming me for, knowing, for not knowing his backstory when he hasn't told anyone okay, is his so problem. Okay, anybody, so anybody who's ever offended, it's their problem, huh? That's the Jonathan Levy way. I mean, huh? oh, honestly, Are you offended that I said that your family was ugly? I guess that's your fault. Honestly, to a large degree, yes. If you are offended at something that is your problem, that is true. Yes. Okay. I do kind of believe that. Right. Not entirely. Of course, there are, there are extremes we could get to where it would not be the case. But overall, yeah. Yeah. Not really my problem if I've offended you. Okay. What do I care? That's the way to make friends. Yeah. Well, actually, it kind of is, you know, because instead of trying to coddle everyone and, mm-hmm. and curtail yourself, you're just yourself. You're full of yourself. And the people who like you, they come to you. The people who don't like you, they walk away. So, and, you get, and you get honest, authentic friendships instead of what everyone's doing out there, wearing a mask all the time. That's not necessarily true. Basically, all you're saying is that you're a yeah. very offensive person. <laughs> 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 yeah, I know. That's, that's a fair point. Um, I think... I think we can take responsibility, those who offend, for the things we do that are, that are actually offensive, but that there are many things that someone might choose to be offended by, which is, I would argue is not offensive. Oh, that's, I, not, that's not my problem. I certainly agree, but I don't yeah. think it's unilaterally true that anybody who's offended is at fault for the offense. Um, well, if you feel offended, it's not, it's not fault, but if you feel offended, like that feeling is ultimately your responsibility. That's all I would say. Like, I'm not saying that someone else, yeah. so it isn't someone else's, um, someone else can also be, take responsibility for something they do that is not okay. That's, that's fair too. There are, okay, let's Here put we this go. We're different. really doing this now. Yes, we are. Okay. Let's put this differently. Okay. There are lines that are socially unacceptable to cross yes. as the offender. Yes. Um, and that line certainly differs based on who you ask. Yes. You know, as I think you and I probably would have a similar line where it goes a lot further than most people's line. Correct. Uh, because, you know, because a lot of people get way too offended about too many things, but there's things that you should absolutely be perfectly allowed to be offended by. That's what I think. Sure. But in the end, get deciding to be offended by something is like still ultimately the person who's feeling that's problem more than anyone, more than anything else, right? Like they're the ones who have to f- experience it. So like they don't, you don't win anything by being offended. I'm not no. saying you, sh- I'm not saying you shouldn't have a reaction. You shouldn't try and change things that, that you think aren't okay. You should, but deciding to be offended. If, if the feeling that goes along with that is what I'm imagining, I think, anyway, the, I think it's problematic. I think the pullback against the way that you're phrasing this, that yeah. I am having is based on kind of the consensus idea that 
when you phrase it like that, it sounds like you're dismissing all offenders right. as being okay. Right. I understand that. Yeah. But that's why if you, if you, I understand that's a very common response, yeah. but if I've actually been really careful as we've been talking to say things like you can still try and change that yeah. thing. And I said like, you can, the offender can say the thing and it still doesn't mean it's okay, but it's still, but if someone has an emotional reaction to something that still is ultimately on them. Right. I mean, every reaction you have to everything is on you, right? Right, exactly. Including exactly. pain? Are we including pain? No, I'm not including pain. Why? If someone stabs me and I feel pain, that's a that's a physical response that I cannot control. Just fucking mind over body that <laughs> shit, man. <laughs> I mean, honestly, you can do some stuff with that, but you can only do so much. Yeah. For example, here's a quick story. So one time, I had just been actually thinking about all this mind-body stuff. This is like in 2001. So it was a while ago. And I was out with friends at a bar... And we were playing pool and it was my shot and I had to, and the ball, the cue ball was pretty far away. And so I like leaned pretty far over the table. This really happened. And <laughs> this is, I took a, clumsy, the shot. Is this a clumsy Jonathan story. Oh, it's way worse than that. So I, I took the shot and as I got up, I don't know, I don't know why this happened, but I got up in such a way that my, my testicles were <laughs> crushed <laughs> against like the edge of the table as I like got up like and against my body. It was incredibly painful <laughs> for a very long time. And I remember thinking to myself, it's just a feeling. It's just a sensation. And it actually did help. It still hurt a lot, but it wasn't, but like, cause what happened for me anyway, I think this happens a lot. See, we're really good. This is yeah, what else happened. Like you feel that pain. And then for me, and I think for most people, then there's a, there's an additional emotional element, like a panic, a concern, all that. And so like what I tried, I could, I know it can fix the pain itself, but I tried to fix the, fix the panic part of it of like, I don't have to do anything. It's just my body <laughs> trying to let me know not to ever scrunch my balls like that again. It'd be really great. You know? And, uh, and like, it actually did like chill me out and make, make the whole thing much more palatable. I'm just having this really funny image. Cause this is like your, your oh, big God. heroic moment of like overcoming the pain of crushing your own testicles. <laughs> just like Jonathan in a bar wincing with like, what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. Like oh, in the background God. as it he was, tries to... I was just sitting there like, it's just a sensation. It's okay. It's just a sensation. And it, like, it did help. Well, we've covered a lot of ground. <laughs> we have very quickly covered a tremendous amount of ground. So let's talk about who's going to get offended by this hand. Okay. And that's all the people out there who whose fault it is that they're offended by Ben Page suggesting this hand. How dare he from Australia? Real place. Is he actually Australian? Who? Or is he just claimed to be? Doesn't everybody just claim to be Australian? I do all the time. Like in legal situations. Right, right. Like, I can't pay my taxes. I'm Australian. <laughs> I'm, you can't give me a ticket for going speeding. I'm Australian. Yeah, in the Outback, <laughs> there are no rules. Just right. You know? Yeah, just right. And, and when you say that, they let you off. It's incredible. Yeah. It's incredible. And they give you a, a steak and a blooming onion. It's wonderful. It's wonderful. Hey, Ben Page suggested this. Hand. Yes, he did. He did it on Twitter. He's probably from Australia. Yes, where they most have likely. where they have Twitter. We are the poker guys, no matter where you are on Twitter. Wow! If you oh want to God. suggest a hand, include a YouTube link and a timestamp. That's what Ben did. This is from the Party Poker twenty five k something or other in twenty eighteen. It's the t- Party Poker World Millions twenty five k yeah in uh, twenty eighteen. And as you mentioned, we have Martin Jacobson. I'm going to refer to him as the name that I know him by. Martin Jacobson, sure. world champ. He, he won the main event the year that guaranteed $10 million for first, and it did not have the effect that the World Series of Poker wanted. It did not bring in more players. Yeah, like he got way more money than whatever second place. No, second was like $5 million and first oh, was, was $10 million. Okay, so that's fine. That's kind of normal-ish. It's, it's more than normal. It's like a bigger difference than normal. They didn't... Yeah, I guess it is. They didn't like reach the, the player pool that they would have wanted to to yeah. have $10 million for first. Yeah. That's why they never did it again. Right. So I think... 
Yeah, well, I wonder what they what led them to do that. Like thinking a first place guarantee would be better than a total guarantee. Um, you know, they they really found that like the idea of first place stuff, like the Millionaire Maker, really drove. I guess it probably was based on the Millionaire Maker. Yeah. yeah. So it makes sense to me that that they would say like if they guarantee an eighty million dollar prize pool, or that's too much, obviously. But whatever, a twenty million dollar prize pool, a twenty five million dollar prize pool, whatever. Um, that it's hard to know what that means when there's ten thousand people playing, you know, and you know a lot of people. It's just hard to like. But first place, being eighty million dollars. Eighty million, million, 80 million is, would not be too much. That would mean they would have to get eight thousand players, which is like a high end main event. They've gotten well, that before. Well, it's actually it'd be more than eight thousand players because you're not you're not factoring the rake. But I hear okay. you. Eight, like eighty seven hundred players or whatever. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, nine thousand, whatever it is. Uh, right, they char- it's like eight hundred dollars rake. Six hundred. Is it only six hundred? Yeah. Well, that's great. It's still, then, they, then they take three percent out yeah. for staff. The bastards. It's a lot. They make a lot of money on that damn tournament. Yeah, yeah. That's why they do it every year. <laughs> that's why this year they're doing the main event anyway, really soon, right? Even though they, I think it's actually going on right now online. Oh, I think it is. Yeah, it's it is. like it they is. got like two hundred and fifty entries and or something. Cares. It's like it's bullshit. If that guy, whoever wins, I said that guy. If that guy or gal, uh, win, whoever it is, wins. Uh, they actually call the main event champion. I have a feeling that maybe they won't do it that way if it's only 250. It really entries. feels a lot different than a live main event that lasts eight days or 10 days and, and you beat 7,400 players. Or, you know, the guy who actually did win the main event championship this year, yeah. who they said this is the main event champion and like beat a lot more people and it was part of the big series and all it's that. Just That's an the asterisk, guy who it's should just win. an asterisk year no matter what because yeah. that guy won a 5K rebuy, which is not what the main event is. Right. Yeah. Well, I mean, it was this year. But normally it is. Yeah, but like they said, they said that's the world championship event. Right, it's but the main pe- event. But but that's not how people are going to feel about it. Like they're not going to feel the same way about that winner as they do about Jose Nensan, the last real winner. That's true. You know? No question. All right. Well, as you said, we covered a lot of ground. Maybe we get to the hand. Maybe we will. Okay. So it's day one. Yeah. There's no ICM considerations here. We don't know anything about Martin's opponent, Ryan. Uh, Ryan. He's we got a his... cool first name. Yeah, Ryan. Really. I would love to have that name. You know what? In the United States system of courts, you can change your name. Seven years it takes. Seven years. I feel like you're making that up. No, it's seven years if you don't want to pay. <laughs> you just call yourself Ryan for seven years. So now, you can pay like okay. $40 and it's fine. I think so. I'm not sure. How, maybe it's 200 but yeah, it can't be more than 200 So if you really want to be Ryan, you, you can raise that capital. You can start a GoFundMe. Why would I do that? Because you want to be Ryan. It's not, I, who cares? Let's, I like Jonathan. I don't understand you. Yeah. <laughs> Can we get to the hand? I want to get to the hand. All right. Speaking of things I don't understand, let's talk about Ryan a little okay, bit. Okay, good. Because we are at the 8K, 16K level. It's very early in the tournament. Ryan has 1.5 million chips. So almost 100 bigs. He's got ace, king of clubs in the hijack. There are antis, even though we're early. He's going to limp the hijack with ace, king of clubs. What up with that? I mean, my only answer is Ryan is not a, a professional almost ever in this spot. There are professionals who will do stuff like this. Like Max Steinberg tries to do stuff like this. I mean, he did a long time yeah. ago. But I don't I, know that you he know, still there's, tries in 2018. I imagine there's limping strategies that pop up every now and then among professionals. I'm not saying yeah. I think this guy's a professional. I don't think it automatically discounts him from being one. Fair enough. But when we're guessing, when we're 100 blinds deep at this point, you're almost never going to see a limp in the hijack with ace-king suited from a professional, right? Like, in fact, possibly never. I've never seen it. Maybe maybe Ryan's a professional, and this is the first time we've seen it in the wild. But we've well, never seen it since either. It's been two years. Uh, I'm going to disagree with you. Actually, go ahead. You're looking at me like I don't a I, complete. I'm ready, I'm ready to asshole. shoot it down. <laughs> I'm ready to shoot it down. Okay, disagree. so I had 
in 2018, actually, this year. Okay. I had what would probably be considered a relatively tough day one main event table in the World Series of Poker. Okay. Like three other players I was pretty sure were, if not former pros, pros. You know, they were good. Yeah. And two of them were limping all the time in level one and two because they're super deep, like limping with big hands. I saw them show up with hands like this in level one and two. I mean, that is in no way comparable to this situation. Wow. You're really pushing back so hard. Okay. Obvious answer number one. This that's level one or two where they're in the World Series main event. You're like three hundred blinds. This deep. is level one or two. This is this guy's like ninety blinds deep. Okay, it's really different. Maybe in terms it's of level, level three. Depth. Maybe it's level three. Who cares? That's it's that. I don't care what level it is. I'm talking about the level, the depth is what okay, matters. Okay. That's really different. But much, much more importantly than that, this is a twenty five k. In the World Series, one of the reasons why the good players are limping, I'm guessing, a lot of the time when they're this deep is because they're trying to play as many hands as possible against amateurs who are going to make huge mistakes. Yeah. There aren't going to be too many of those That's in this fair. 25K. That's fair. So I think you put that stuff together. It's very unlikely. I don't think those are comparable situations. I shoot you down. Maybe not, but it, at least I found something that was slightly similar. Give me a break. Slightly similar, sure. But that's not good enough. You're in a damn mood today, and I don't know. Like you always, anytime I say anything, you're like, ah, it's a totally different situation. This really is a different situation. Yours are all lies, but this is a different situation. <laughs> I want to find a different podcast person to do Go podcast. ahead and find one. Who are you going to find? I got people. Yeah. Matt Vaughn's the only guy, and he'll, he won't do it. I got other people. He won't do it with you. I got people I'm not sharing with you. Oh, <laughs> I'm really? keeping them in my back pocket just in case. Good luck with that. Let me think. Who could it be? Who could it even be? The answer is literally anybody. <laughs> you could you could do a podcast with Je- Jeff Madsen. I bet you he's available. Not interested. No. <laughs> <laughs> How about Mike Mattisau? He has a show, but he'd probably do it with you. Not interested. No. no. Phil Helmuth? You should do it with Phil Helmuth if you could. I would do a podcast you with Phil Helmuth, to. but you I would fucking to. hate it. Yeah, you would hate it. It'd be awful, and he'd make you eat shit every day, but you'd still have to do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. So... You're, I'm just Is saying. Is that how you would do those three, by the way? If, if you were offered to do a podcast? No, no. Phil Hummuth would have to be paying some serious well, money. Well, yeah. Though. You'd expect like, to get the exposure, at least, that would pay you money. I would do it a few times, even for no money, effectively. But then after that, I'd be like, all right, Phil, fuck you. It's a lot from here yeah. on out. And just find someone else. I don't care. Get Jeff Madsen's available, I'm sure. He's still got to be available. Yeah, no thanks to that guy. All right, so. Yeah. Ryan does this thing. He limps his can clubs. I agree it makes it a lot more likely that he's not a pro yeah i just don't want to discount somebody based on one move all the time like sure sometimes we can discount somebody based on one move sometimes a move is just so incredibly clearly wrong in every way that you can discount them but this is not that move of course right but it does make it very likely he's not a pro yes okay so he's in the hijack martin jacobson is on the button martin who jacobson (laughs) he's got 2.1 million (laughs) so he's got ryan covered he's obviously very deep and Queen Jack of Clubs, he's going to raise to 55K. Not much to say there, right? Nope. Totally fine. That makes it also more likely that Ryan is, at least in Martin's eyes, probably not a pro. Like, if, if Ryan was a pro, Martin would be a lot more afraid with a speculative hand to raise when he could just see a flop in position against this guy if he thought this guy had, like, a limp raising strategy or something like that. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's true. I mean, you would also still assume, like, you know, you could, being, in, being on the button, he still might be raising this even with a pro's limping, like... You don't expect that you're going to get re-raised that often by no. a pro. And I guess deep. if you get re-raised, unless it's huge, you can actually yeah. call with this hand. But it just the stack to pot ratio gets to be not what you want it to be with this hand. Also, you get to isolate. I mean, but but you're right. It certainly plays better against an amateur limping range. And then you get to isolate the amateur, yeah. too. It's better in every way if it's an amateur. So Martin makes a 55K. No problems with that sizing, right? Mm-hmm. Folds back to Ryan, who calls. 
So okay. just going to go ahead and be very passive pre-flop with the ace-king suited. It feels like against a main event winner, known pro, who's probably going to be pretty aggressive. You should probably be putting in the old three-bet once you limp the ace-king and you get the raise, right? Yeah, we're putting in the three-bet to never fold, right? That, that's the Yeah, we're making it 175K or 200K and never folding no matter what happens. Yeah, that I can get behind. Uh, I This is yet another reason why I think Ryan is likely to be an amateur. I agree. That he, it feels like he's playing money scared. Maybe he won a satellite into this or something. I mean, it's no matter what, it's a pretty big satellite. To, I mean, maybe one satellite to a satellite. Maybe won a satellite on party poker that was like a $25 satellite, like one seat guaranteed type thing. Yeah, or, you know, like there's a lot of things with steps and yeah, stuff yeah. like that. You know, you win, you win a voucher to the voucher to the voucher to the voucher. You know, it's like a five or it could be a $500 thing. And it's like every 50 people get to get a seat or something ridiculous. Could be. Anyway, whatever. After all the preflop action, the pot is 150K. So we just think this is. Almost never good though, right? Yeah, a good play. We just we just universally not a big fan of this play. Universally poop on this play. But there is a good thing, which is you're very underrepped. It's basically impossible to put you on a scale, and you <laughs> and you can flop. It, you can flop really well with this hand. I like it. I like this play better with a suited ace king than an unsuited one. At least, like there's a lot more check raises you can have. Okay, that's true. But I still hate this play. It's not. It's not ideal. No, it's bad. But the one good thing is that you're underrepped. You are underrepped. I mean, if I was Martin. World Series of Poker champion Jakobsen, I would probably be putting Ryan on a hand like 9-10 suited, Jack-10 suited, Ace-10, stuff like that. Or like deuces through sixes if sure. he's an amateur. Yeah, maybe even maybe even pocket bears up to nines and tens if he's an amateur, right? Maybe. But I guess if you if you actually know he's an amateur, then you can know he have hands like Ace-King back. You can put Ace-King sort of... Sometimes they're going to play Ace-King like this. I do weird. That's honest, very amateur, though. I don't know if it's very amateur. I don't know if there's like a sliding scale of how you play Ace-King as an amateur. Like, I know amateurs that I've played with who are very likely to be worse than Ryan just because if Ryan's an average sure. poker player who made it into a 25K, he's definitely better than these dudes, and they would never limp Ace-King. They'd rather just make it 40 blinds and not think about it. You know? Oh, 40 blinds, sure. Or even just raise to 4X or whatever. Like, you know... They, they just would never play passively with Ace-King, and they're right. worse amateurs than this guy, for sure. Like, so I don't think that means he's a worse amateur than somebody who would play aggressively with Ace-King, necessarily. Okay. I mean, we could probably go down a long rabbit hole of that conversation, but let's just not. We don't need to. Right. Like, it's fine. Who cares? Well, we do need to. We're financially obligated to Uh-oh. talk about nitrogen sports. I'm not. You are. <laughs> Is that how it works? I'm not. I've decided I'm out. I'm out of the contract. You can. You have to talk about it. I'm just going to chill out and live why, my life. Why would you be out? It's my life. It's now or never. I don't want to wait forever. Copy I it. love Bon Jovi. <laughs> so do you want to sponsor Bon Jovi instead? I want Bon Jovi. Oh, I would love to sponsor Bon Jovi. But they are doing very well, even now, I think. If Bon Jovi could sponsor us, now we're talking. That's some serious dollars, bro. And music. And also just the, the reflected glory of John Bon Jovi would be incredible. And just me. to interrupt you for a second, yeah, uh, yeah. if you talked about nitrogen sports poker for a little while. Why would I do that? I'm not getting compensated. What are you talking about? Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I would never want to, since I'm not getting compensated, I won't talk about nitrogen sports okay. and their monthly tournament. That yeah, don't tell, don't tell me I'm anything not, about that. I'm not going to tell them because if I did, I would have to talk about the guarantee, which is a thousand buy-ins every single month. They guarantee this and they cap the player pool at like 300 players. We usually get 200 and something players. It's an insane value. It's, I mean, if I was still getting compensated, I would have to talk about how it's the best iterated value in poker. And I don't want to be that guy anymore. Right. And if you still were that guy though, I'm not, 
But okay, assuming you were, yeah, yeah, yeah. would you enjoy the amount of time it took to withdraw your Bitcoin? I would be so excited about the 90 minute withdrawal times. I would also fall all over myself, (laughs) (laughs) like ridiculously. So, um, you know, just to bet on some of those damn sports betting action that they got and some play some of those casino games. Cause yeah. I got a lot of gamble in me sometimes, but not today. Today I'm not interested and I refuse their money. I spit on their money. What did you say about the podcast description? Oh yeah. You got to, uh, to sign up to get access to the, uh, all the goodies, basically, but especially that monthly tournament. You have to sign up using the link in the podcast. Otherwise, you'd miss out. But I'm not going to say that. Right. Now that I think about it, I'm, I, I rescind it. Well, who's your favorite poker site? Just out of curiosity. Oh, Nitrogen Sports Poker is yeah. definitely the best poker site in the world. But I'm not going to... I'm not saying that for money. And in fact, if I accident, I feel Now that I hear what I hear, sort of hear myself, yeah. I kind of did the ad. No, I kind. I feel like I did the. Ad. I don't think. I don't think so. What I want you to do is just to go back and edit it. Yeah, out. yeah, I will. Just for integrity. Yeah. <laughs> Great. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. We're big on integrity with this podcast. Okay. So, and if you're offended, Grant, that's on you. It is that. That one is. <laughs> okay. All right. So we've got Ryan Limp calling the Ace King in the hijack against Martin right. Jacobson, who's got Queen Jack of Clubs. Ryan has Ace King of Clubs. The pot is 150k heading to the flop, which is kind of a cooler. King of spades, eight of clubs, deuce of clubs. Well, well, well. Top, top with the nut flush draw for Ryan. Yeah. Martin, of course, with the queen high flush draw and backdoor straight draw. See, I already hate that we have ace, king, clubs. I mean, I love that we have ace, king. You hate having ace, king, clubs on this board? (laughs) I obviously love it. But being out of position and without the initiative means like now it's going to be, we're already challenged now because we're up against the hand that we're up against. Like we're going to be able to get value no matter what, right? But like we're challenged to get maximum value on all the streets like are we is the plan to check raise this flop like we may lose our like martin doesn't have very many flush draws turns out he has one now but he doesn't have that many when we've got the ace and the king of clubs in our hand he doesn't have that many kings we block kings like there aren't that many hands he can even call a check raise with but we're out of position he can check back it's it sort of sucks the plan is clearly to not raise the plan is clearly to check call and hope that martin keeps putting money in the pot i think i think you're right but, you know, Martin is good, and I don't like giving him the option to get the, the next street for free, you know. Over, oh, winning the main again. event makes you good now? He doesn't just win main I events. I know. He's also done other things. He's a good EPT player. Yeah. He's a known guy. Yeah, but like in 2011 when you thought everybody was terrible on the yeah. EPT. Yeah, that's correct. <laughs> but he's actually pretty good. Yeah. Like we, we know. Like, we watched him win the main event, and he played well. Yes, he did. I mean, it was pretty straightforward, most of his decisions. Yeah, he just three bet shoved a lot, and <laughs> always got through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and the one time he got called, it was ace jack against pocket sevens and he won. Yeah. But um, that said, though, he obviously played well. He's obviously at least pretty darn good. Anyway, Ryan is going to check. Thank goodness for that. I will say this. Sorry, but he's I think it's known, though, he's the second best poker playing Jakobsen in the family. <laughs> <laughs> OK, good to know. All right. You were saying Ryan is going to check. Thank goodness for that. That's a decision we can get behind. Yes. Martin is going to bet. That seems obvious. He has a range advantage on a king high board, and he has a queen high flush draw. Yeah. Going to bet. Yeah. 45 into 150 seems fine. Sure. Ryan shouldn't raise, right? It's just... I mean, if we raise, I feel like we just fold out almost everything the whole time. We block all the stuff we'd want him to have. We also block aces, which we don't really want him to have. But that's like one of the few hands that can reasonably comfortably call a check raise. Which we don't want him to call. We don't, but like we have reasonable equity even against aces. But not that good. No, no, no. We'd rather, no. But I'm saying, but we even block that. But like of the hands that can continue, 
we block almost all the hands that can continue, right? We block clubs, we block kings, we even block, we even have an ace in our hand. Yeah. It's just like... He can continue with sets that have us beat, aces that have us beat, and the same hand, which I guess we're free rolling against. Which is I mean, he could continue with other hands, right? He could, if, if he thinks we're a little, you know, wacky and stuff like that, and when we check raise, we mostly have clubs, he can continue with queens and jacks and tens and stuff like that, but... But probably not for multiple streets too often. Probably not for multiple streets, and I doubt he's going to think we're too bluffy based on the fact we limp called pre-flop. Yep. So... Yep. We have to check call now, and it sucks. That's what Ryan does. Yeah. Good job, Ryan. Okay. Pot's 240K. You did it, Ryan. You did something right. River's the deuce of diamonds. How about the turn? What's the turn? The, turn is the, about the, the turn. turn is the deuce of diamonds. Okay, good. <laughs> the river's always just the I, next card. I just want you to take this seriously. You know? Like, decide to care a little bit. What makes bit. you think I take anything seriously? I chose to be one of the poker guys. <laughs> but... But now we have a whole thing. It's been six years. I need you to just try a little bit sometimes. This is hurtful. I'm offended. You just said you didn't try a second ago. You said you didn't take anything seriously. And now you're offended four seconds later. Because I started Who trying. Are you? I started trying in the interim. Well, that's so you could have taken that as insp- inspiration. You were inspired by Stop me. distracting me. I'm trying to try. I'm like Coach Carter over here. Coach Carter. You never even watched that movie. No, I never did. Samuel Jackson. But I he's very inspirational. Of course he is. Stand deliver. He, I could be like that. Jaime yells, Escalante. He yells at the children. You probably never saw Channing Stand Tatum's deliver. in that movie. Who cares? Channing Tatum. No one cares. But, but Stand and Deliver is a great movie. Good. Based on a true story. Edward, Edward James almost plays Jaime Escalante. It's great. I highly recommend it. Lou Diamond Phillips is in it. Let's move on. Is Samuel Jackson in it? He is not. Is it Coach Carter? No, it is then not. Then shut the hell up. Okay. <laughs> Those kids really learned a lot from him. <laughs> okay, so. You know what we don't have enough of? We don't have enough movies about kids in a classroom, you know, in a poor neighborhood where someone, uh, some teacher comes in and makes a difference. Yeah, not enough I of I feel those. like we need more of those. Okay. I just wanted to say that. Anyway, the pot's 240,000. Okay. Turn is the deuce of diamonds. The yep. board now reads king of spades, eight of clubs, deuce of clubs, deuce of diamonds, ace king of clubs for Ryan. Martin, I almost said Scorsese, but it's not Martin Scorsese, has Queen Jack of Clubs. Yes. Ryan checks again. Yes. Should Martin keep firing away? Well, let's think. Martin has a pretty clear range advantage here. He's got aces. He's got ace-king. He's got king-king. He's got 8-8. Eight, eight. He's got ace-high flush draws in his range. He has the queen-high flush draw. One of the things that Ryan has that um, most easily can call besides kings like king-jack and king-ten and king-queen and stuff is... Sets of deuces, but there's less of those. We just lost two combos yeah. on that one. The deuce comes. That's pretty good. I like betting again to build the pot as well as keeping our uh, fold equity. I think betting's fine. Yeah, I think we have a decent amount of fold equity. I mean, Ryan's probably got a lot of suited eights, like eight, six, eight, eight, seven, eight, nine, eight, ten. He's going to strongly consider folding those. He could have a hand as good as pocket nines, pocket tens, which turns out he could probably have jacks also, but yeah. whatever. Um, it's getting harder to keep calling with those hands if we bet again. And Martin is going to bet, and he's going to make it a size that makes it really hard to call with those hands. He bets 200 and a 240. Exactly. So that's what he's, he's like. If you don't have a king, what are you going to do, buddy? Yeah. Like, and I th- so I think it's a good play. I like it. Me too. Me too. Not a good play this time, though. Exactly. No, because the guy has ace-king of clubs. Yeah, but I, but I like it in a vacuum. Let's talk about a play that you might not like in a vacuum. Okay. That's what Ryan does. Okay. He's going to min-raise to 400K. Let's, let's, let's backtrack and, and, and be Ryan for a second okay. with Martin Betts again. Okay. Would you ever consider raising at this stack depth? Right. Um, well, geez. I don't think I would. No, I'm sorry. I would consider raising here because I would be sitting there like I'm out of position. I'm really worried it's going to go check, check a lot on the river. But 
But the other, but the thing I would immediately think as soon as I thought that was Martin bet 200 into 240 and he's kind of polarized and that's good really. Like, cause it means yeah. he's got a lot of bluffs. He may even have, I may once in a while have the best hand, even when he's betting for value here, he can have like some maybe, king queen. Yeah. Maybe even King Jack suit. Yeah. Um, so I think we don't want to scare those. We don't want to scare any of that range of hands off. If he has this beat, like whatever, like we're just, why, why inflate the pot? It feels like we can't raise here. I would consider it for a second because my hand's so strong in there. I think I can't really raise. No, yeah, I I agree. Like if Martin somehow has a hand like Queens, which I don't think he would play Queens like this, but if he had a hand like Queens, I think he's folding to this min raise. I think he has to, especially the honestly a min raise is scarier than a bigger raise, right? Against an amateur, it's just like. It's almost a game theory disaster, this race. It's close. close. You have to have Martin have the type of hand he has, which is a weaker flush draw. Yes, a, f- a weaker flush draw can call, which is every flush draw. Yeah. But, um, and, uh, and maybe king-queen. Yeah. Maybe king-jack. A, a, a good king, which is... Maybe. But, but Martin, maybe not. Martin might be like, I'm a pro. This guy's an amateur. Yeah. King-jack is never good here. Like, yeah. what am I doing? Why That's would right. I call? Like, like, this, guy, this guy has got eights full all day, yeah. right? Like, 100% of the time, he's got eights full. Yeah. Yeah, what's the point? Like he never has king ten and is raising me, and he's probably once the board pairs, he's probably not check raising, min raising with a flush draw. Like, yeah, I've been in this exact spot in some bigger tournaments that I've played against people who I considered to be likely amateurs mm-hmm. and folded hands like king queen. I've definitely yeah. done that, and like yeah. I felt totally fine about it. Just oh, like yeah. move on to the next hand. Of course, this is fine. You yeah, know? Well, you just know your beat, right? It's just clear your beat. Yeah, they so, often yeah. they often show you that your beat too, even after you fold. They're like, oh yeah, see, I had you, yeah. and they like show three eights, and you're like, yep. Yeah, we all knew that. Should Martin even consider folding this hand because the board paired? I think he should consider folding this. Because, like, is Ryan's most likely holding eights full right now? Uh, well, when he doesn't have eights full, what does he have? Well, we see he has ace king of clubs, which well, is not has us in big trouble. Like we're drawing dead. Maybe he's doing this with other kings too. If he can actually do this with king queen, or I ace, don't or ace it. king not of clubs. I mean, as Martin, are we just, it's just so hard to put him on that hand. I know, yeah. So hard to believe he's got ace-king here. Um, I don't know if I believe he's doing it with a hand like king-queen because we can have ace-king and aces and all that stuff. And as we know, most amateurs play scared anyway, let alone in a 25K, let alone once they've decided to limp pre-flop and just call with ace-king of clubs. And all we know is that Ryan did it with ace-king of clubs. It's yeah. possible that Martin is drawing dead against Ryan's range here. Yeah. He, I, might, he might only have... Like ace king of clubs, maybe he has all ace x of clubs, so yeah. that Martin can still let a queen that's or a jack. I, that, that's what I was thinking. He could have the nut flush draw, maybe, but then like that's not good enough anyway. If that's a fold, if, anyway. if you're hoping to hit second pair on the river and then make a hero call, that's your big plan. That's not like, a good plan. No, it's not. Not good enough. Um, no, this I actually think Martin should fold. I agree. Like you just move on. Like instead of like getting yourself embroiled in this situation, which is what it feels like is about to happen, we just move the hell on. Well, Martin calls. Okay, it does feel like a mistake. Yep. Feels like both players made mistakes, but it's working out really well for Ryan right now. Yep. Uh, we don't know Ryan's last name. We obviously know Martin's last name yeah. is Jakobsen. Okay. <laughs> so. that's yeah, wonderful. anyway. That's wonderful. It's beautiful. All right. So the pot is now 1.04 million. Martin is drawing dead. Yep. And not only is he drawing dead, but it's going to be hard to get Ryan to fold, you would think, so far. We don't know what the river is yet, but like, if you're Ryan, it's like, what cards can come that I'm going to fold the river? It's like, no, I don't know what card could possibly come. Is well, an eight going to pair and I'm going to fold? Well, it's the king of diamonds. Oh, well, that's going to be a tough card to get me to fold if I'm Ryan. That's what I <laughs> yeah. would be so about. Ryan now is king's full on the king, king, eight, deuce, deuce, two club board. We are still losing to quad deuces. That, that is, is that has not changed. True. Should Ryan bet? 
If we think about the range that Martin can have, the only hand that really could reasonably call us here that we can get value Ace against. Ace-deuce suited? Um, Ace-deuce suited. Okay, sure. Ace-deuce suited. Uh, full houses can call. Yeah. Um, pocket aces can call. Eight's full. Eight's full can consider calling. Those yeah. are the only hands, right? Yeah. Um, if we check, I don't think pocket aces are going to bet. No. It's possible none of those hands are going to bet. Yeah. So that's a reason to bet. Um, however, if we didn't have clubs in our hand, I think we should definitely check to let clubs take a shot. Wait, oh, we are the raiser. We raised. Yeah. Oh, my God. I thought I forgot we raised because it's so absurd that we would have raised. I drove it out. Of, I repressed the memory. Um, but put I'm it back. Now. Put it back in there. Jam it back in should there. Should we bet? I guess we should bet, right? He's going to check back aces, and he's going to check. The clubs missed. We have clubs anyway. We block clubs. That's good. Let's bet. Yes, I want to bet. Okay. I agree. I forgot, we, I forgot we had the initiative. Ryan does bet. He bets 435K. That's very small. But that's it's not, fine. It's, it's, not, it's not very small. It's, 40, it's 43% of the pot. At a point where the pot is like 60 big blinds. You know, it's not, not that small. No, it's not small. <laughs> it's about the same size as his raise, though, in the last, it's, as the last street. Which all. is not abnormal in any way. I always think it's where when people do that. But Okay. Anyway, here we are. Yeah. Let's just talk about what happens next. Okay. And I have a theory. Me too. Martin moves in. Of course he does. For only 600K more. Right. He, my theory, probably the same as yours, Martin is putting Ryan on a deuce or eights full. Yeah. And trying to just say he has a king. And like, what are you going to do with a king? You obviously fold eights full or a deuce here if you're Ryan, right? It's really hard to call. Um, I think it actually goes one level further than that. Actually, Martin is putting him on a deuce, eights full, or the ace high, the nut flush draw, all of which we're losing to, and all of which we'd really like to fold out, and all of which might strongly fold. Might, yeah. Might strongly consider okay, that. that's fair. But, yeah. Especially a deuce, by the way. And it kind of has yeah. to be ace-deuce suited, but that makes the most sense as played yep. if you put Ryan on being an amateur. Like, you, sure. could, you could really see an amateur playing it this way where you check call the flop and then check min-raise the turn when you make trips. Like, uh, more likely to raise with eights full when you make a set of eights on the king high two club flop, right? So that's a less likely hand. I mean, the deuce really fits yeah. everything that's going on, it feels like. Maybe Ryan can have deuce three suited also. I don't know. Maybe. Who knows? Maybe he can. But, but any of those hands, I mean, if, if we're here, it is the worst. Now, like if we actually had eights full or ace deuce, would we actually bet the river if we were Ryan is a question I have. We might bluff the ace high nut flush draw. Would we, would we actually bet for value yeah. with these other hands? I don't know. If we did, would we bet this big, 44% of pop? We might bet a lot smaller or check. Yeah. Because right? that, that, that's a flaw in Martin's thinking, potentially. We, we can still get the nut flush draw to full. That's the one thing we can get to full. But we, we have clubs you, in our hand. You mean if you're Martin? Yeah. Right, yeah. right. Yeah. That's, that's a hand that, that could bet yeah. here. That's what I'm saying. That, that actually makes sense to bet. Because I'm not sure pocket eights is betting. But also the nut flush Why draw. Why would pocket bet eights ever bet here? They wouldn't. But the nut flush draw might also shut down on this card because Martin's never folding a king and Martin absolutely has tons of kings in his range. If you have ace 10 of clubs, like, of right. course Martin has plenty of kings in his what range. What else does he play? have? Yeah. yeah. No, I agree. Maybe he, maybe this is a terrible play by Martin now. It might be. About it. I think Martin was thinking something like, you almost never have a king. Turns out he does. But yeah. you're like, how do you, you check-raise me with a king? Like, there's That's no, what it is, right? right. Like, he's like, how can you check-raise top pair when the deuce pair is like on this board? You can't right. do that. You can't right. do that. Um, 
And also you limped. You probably don't have many kings anyway. Like so all of it. It's just as simple as I have more kings than you. I guess you must be betting for value with a deuce or You're an amateur. Full. You don't know what yeah. you're doing here. So you're just betting. You're making a mistake with this yeah. bet. But and I think maybe that was just giving too much credit to Ryan. I mean, an amateur would be so happy to check eights full and then hope you don't bet too big and then just call, right? And Usually. Then if, and if you bet really big, they're going to think for a really long time and I don't know what they're going to do, right? That those are the options. There's, there's really no reason to bet deuces or eights full if you're there Ryan really on this river. No but, but maybe an amateur would because they just don't know what to do and they have a full house. Yep, we do see that. Yeah. But usually not in a 25K. Usually they know, even the amateurs know not to bet this river with eights full. Either way, if Martin was if Martin's plan was to rep quad deuces to get Ryan to fold a king, that didn't work. <laughs> I don't think that's because Ryan plan was. Ryan called and Martin lost. Yeah, the majority of his stack there. So yeah, that feels like a an ill timed bluff by by the main event champ there. Would you agree? I really would. I mean, I think I think he went one level deep of like I've got kings and I have so many more kings than you. You may have basically zero kings here. because of the check raise. Yeah, he got stuck on the check raise. Like like. Also, it really looks like Martin is going to play a king just like that, right? Like yeah. Martin's going to play ace-king where he calls the, the check raise. I don't know if he actually is doing that, by the way. Is he actually calling the check raise with ace-king? Maybe, but maybe not. Like, so we're saying it's this amateur spot. We're talking with queen-jack of clubs. Right, but like that means if you make the flush, you could still lose, and that's one reason to stay out. Like, this is one pair. I mean, you could go either way with it. I understand. Like, one's a better made hand. One has way more potential. Um, yeah, I think this is a mistake, though. Because once you go to the second level deep of, he's just not betting any yeah. of his hands. He's probably not betting ace high either. He's probably not bluffing ace yeah, high. When, when, when this, card, call this, when card, this card, comes. card comes, yeah. Like, he just has... So, Martin has so many kings full. Like, I'm sure Ryan's like, oh, we're chopping. Yeah. Like, obviously we're chopping. I would definitely think I, we were chopping if I were Ryan. 100%. Yeah. But no, he gets to win a massive pot. Thanks to Martin just, I guess, overthinking it. Yeah. He has a book called The Jakobsen Way, which uh-huh. is not about poker. It's meditation. Well, it's, it's meditation. And, and cooking with garlic. Yes. And it's about the confluence of those two things. Yes. Which, you know, there's quite a confluence. It, the Venn diagram is massive and yet Mini- tiny. It's also miniature. <laughs>